The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on Monday, February the 20th. I guess it is. Mr. Jeff Jordan is with me. Jeff, good to have you along. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday indeed. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about this weird game called basketball. We have to. Can I can I share a few things that I think reason I call it a weird game at all? Let's start. Let's start, and I want to end with middle. We'll start with Tennessee. Okay. Was number one team in the country. Have lost three of their last four games. The only win in that group was against the now number one team in the country, or was it? Now, isn't that weird? It's very very strange. Um, it doesn't pay, and the uh, with the big boys to uh, to be number one. Uh, I think it's I think <laughs> the number one team has been knocked off eight times. I think this year, and I can't really remember who's been number one. I know Purdue was, Alabama was, but I haven't really, you know. But anyway, it doesn't help you. Well, I say uh, you lose lose three out of four, and the one you win is number one. Vanderbilt has won five straight. That is men's correct. basketball game. That I don't know how weird that is, but Jeff, who would have. Who would have said that was going to happen three weeks ago? I don't guess anybody would, but but I have to say this, and I've watched them some. I think they are very deserving of doing that. Well, I'm not, I'm they, not saying that they've been a bad ball club all along, but they they have stretched it together uh, to the point they now have given themselves a fighting chance at least to, to get in the NCAA tournament. They're going to have to win a bunch more games. They can't afford to slip up at all, but they got to at least be. Thinking, well, this this might happen. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I know they've got LSU, I think, coming up. Oh yeah, uh, they. Uh, you know, and and you're going to have to probably win uh, more than that, and you're going to have to win a couple of games in the tournament, and it's very well balanced, and and uh, you know, I'm I don't know whether they can do that or not, but they are playing very well right now. Strange and strange. Vanderbilt beats Tennessee on a last second three point shot, one of Tennessee's four losses and one of T- Vanderbilt's five wins. So kind of different. Uh, Middle Tennessee back in the top 25, and Lady, Raider, Lady Raiders, uh, after four straight wins now, coming off that uh, stretch in Texas, Jeff, 22-4, uh, and four, I believe is what it is. I believe that's correct. Uh, I don't know how weird that is, but uh, they, they've kind of got things back together, which uh, I know Coach Hensel's kind of glad that that happened. And, uh, it just shows how tough it is to win every game. Are they are – they- are they back in the top twenty-five? Twenty-fifth. Twenty-fifth. Uh, I, I noticed they were just uh, even after a loss or two there. 
they were just a hair out of the top 25. That they still get a lot of votes, and they got enough to put them back, and that's good. They, I think they're deserving of that. Well, they they uh, have one more road game and then two at home. They play at Louisiana Tech on Saturday. If you remember back, Jeff, Louisiana Tech gave middle a tough time in, right. at home. Maybe right. the closest game they've had at home. Other than um, Western Kentucky, I guess. We um, I, and I, I think Rick actually addressed this the other day uh, on his coaches' show, which is tonight. Um, and it, and he just said that he just did not understand, particularly the Texas trip. They just did not play well at all. It's weird. Uh, and, yeah, tell it very strange. Weird game. Very strange. Certainly could have won both of those games, and certainly should have won one of them, and didn't win either. Just very weird. But you could have bet. Uh, I, I'd taken anybody's bet at any amount of money that Middle Tennessee would have not, not gone and lost both games. I could have said they could lose one, but there's no way they're going to win, lose two, and they sure enough did. So it, it adds to my weird theory. Now let's go to men's basketball. Middle Tennessee men on Thursday night beat the 25th ranked team in the country, Florida Atlantic. Played very well. Were you there? Yes. Don't you think they, obviously they played well? You played play very well. well. Yes, they did. Win that game. I was I was just absolutely. Very tickled to death with that with that win. Good crowd, in spite of the monsoon that hit that afternoon. I, <laughs> Jeff, at five o'clock, I'm not. I wasn't sure I was going to go. And uh, I do know this: one road that I tried to go down to get to Murphy Center, well away from that action, but my shortcut, so to speak, blue lights down there saying I can't come through there because there's water on the road. And so, given that, uh, I was pleasantly surprised that. The crowd that was there it was a good crowd, uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. We were in it all the way, of course, and won it. I did not understand a lot of the coaching strategy of uh, of uh, Florida Atlantic at all, um, I, and I kept telling myself this team. I believe they were twenty four and two, yeah, which scares you to death. They were twenty five in the country from Conference USA, and that scares you to death. And we can compete. We can play. There's no question about that. And at ten to three in the first five minutes of the game, that kind of scared you to death too, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But then we tied it almost immediately, didn't? And and they gave us a couple of breaks that helped us uh, with bad passes and that sort of thing. And I did not under I didn't understand Florida Atlantic strategy, particularly with their center. I didn't get that at all. Uh, he's seven feet tall, and unlike the Western guy, this guy can play. He can play. And he's, do more than stand there and block shots. That's right. And he can rebound and he sets picks. And he, I think he had 14 or 16 points. He's 16, I think. But, Tim, <laughs> the guy took him out at the three-and-a-half-minute mark of the first quarter of the – well, the first half. I mean, what, is he worn out after three times up and down the floor? What what is the, What was the problem? The only thing I can think of, Jeff, because you're right, he was the dominant player in the game. Yeah. Either side. Yeah. And uh, – our shot, our chances got much better when he was sitting on the bench. I think so too, and uh, he he could score. I mean, when you're seven feet tall, we don't have anybody that that can stand up there and really contend with him, you know, and do much with him. But he spent a sizable amount of time on the bench, just watching us, and I, I didn't understand that at all. But and, and, but you could kind of see Florida Atlantic. I don't know if you noticed this or not. I, I, maybe it was just a feeling that I had. And maybe I'm, you know, but it looked like to me that along about the middle of the uh, the second half, Florida Atlantic kind of woke up and they thought, hey, wait a minute, we're, we're we, in trouble. We, we were up by 15 at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they responded as, 
you would expect them to do and played very well. Uh, uh, but and They were a missed free throw or two by middle, having a chance to tie or win the basketball game. Middle yeah. hung, hung on one by four. I don't think it got any closer to four, but you sure knew that if you missed a free throw, they had a chance for a three-pointer to tie it. Well, it was a big win for sure. I mean, it certainly builds your confidence if you're a Blue Raider fan, as you and I both are, uh, or a player or in the crowd uh, really seemed to enjoy it. Um, I was, and I was, and the coach, <laughs> Coach McDevitt, was really happy. <laughs> I mean, it was obvious. Uh, he came over and talked to Chip and sure. and uh, Kyle Turnham after the game and all, and he was really pleased with that win. Then, on Saturday night, <laughs> Weird really comes along. I, I expected some type of a hangover. Did, did you? Uh, yeah, well, a little. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe. I thought, we'll, we'll maybe start out a little sluggish. And I, saw, I noticed in warm-up, I just, the body language of this basketball team is not particularly good. But we scored the first basket down the floor, three-pointer, 3-0, three all's good. Next thing we know, <laughs> Florida Atlantic is raining shots from every area of Murphy Center in Middle Tennessee. Not it's defenseless. It was thirty-three to nine with eight minutes to go in the first half. <laughs> and I think the crowd. Uh, I I was stunned. Stunned. I, I yes. think the crowd was stunned that we have, were playing so poorly. And and I I'm trying to. Oh, my wife is more than stunned. <laughs> Quite upset, I'd say. She's mad. <laughs> anyway, we were just kind of talking about it, and I don't know what what you what you think about this, or I don't know. But okay, so Thursday night, uh, and we and we finish up what like eight o'clock, eight thirty. Okay, yeah, eight o'clock. Okay, and we've got we've got this tremendous win under our belts, and we're really feeling good about ourselves. Well, I don't know if we do any more on that, and I wouldn't think we'd do anything that night. So we got Friday and part of Saturday to prepare for a game on Saturday night. Coach McDevitt said that on his postgame show Thursday night. I didn't hear We've it. got three hours to, to kind of celebrate this, but when they get off the pillow tomorrow morning, Florida Atlantic is gone. Well, well it wasn't gone. It wasn't gone, but he <laughs> was hoping, he, I guess. hoping for. <laughs> he was hoping it'd be gone, but it wasn't. But... Uh, Clearly, uh, and my wife asked that question. She said, is there, is there a, a hangover from that? And I said, well, evidently, there must be. I said, something's wrong. And then halftime came. And and we were down, I don't 14 know. at the half. Yeah. It, was, it was 24, and, and Coach McDivitt said he told his team at the eight-minute timeout, we got to get this thing to 10 by halftime. He said, well, we got it to 14. So he said, I could, you know, kind of live with that a little bit. Right. Right, and we played reasonably well for the first seven, eight minutes of the second half, and then just got better and better and better as we went. One about eleven. Now, what kind of bet could you have gotten on that? At uh, the game started at six, about six forty-five. <laughs> well, Did we win the ball game at all, let alone by eleven. We were down twenty-four, and we win by eleven. That's thirty-five point turnaround. They scored thirty-three points in the first twelve minutes, Jeff. In the following twenty-eight minutes, they scored twenty-five. So, uh, which which Florida Atlantic team was was? Real, I think the second part of that, somewhere in between, probably, for sure. But don't you agree that it looked almost like the Western Kentucky women's game in the first half of Florida International? How they were hitting shots that just unbelievable. They they couldn't they could miss. They were hitting stuff that that I I, I really didn't understand it. I thought that something is badly amiss with <laughs> with this basketball team. They they're hitting everything they throw up there. Every player. But it didn't last. Did it? How is it that a team can be up 24 and then 
in the same night, in the same place, with the same players, lose the next part of the basketball game by, what, uh, 35? Yeah. I, I'm surely I, – I don't know the answer to that. If I did, I, I, I could be, you know, a, a coach whisperer or something. I well, it doesn't happen often. As a matter of fact, it's the biggest lead that's been – Given up this year in Division One basketball, Middle Tennessee's coming overcoming a twenty-four point lead. So they are now ten and seven, two-game winning streak. Play one more at home, Louisiana Tech, on Saturday, three o'clock game. Uh, win that one. They're eleven and seven. Then they got to go on the road again, Jeff. They've not been a very good road team. No, we we carry our defense with us pretty well, but uh, we we have offensive problems. When we go out there on the road, that is correct. And, of course, uh, the tournament is on the road. <laughs> well, a neutral site. Well, okay. We'll call it that if you want to. <laughs> it's not Murphy Center is what you're saying. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the game is, as I say, illustrated very strangely. And you're right. that Once you beat the number one team or number two team in the country, our football team did the same thing, Jeff. Beat Miami and came back the next week and laid an egg. Right. And it, it, it happens – over and over and over in football and in basketball. Well, success sometimes can be hard to carry. You and I both have been involved I haven't had in that this. Opportunity much well, I don't know that that's a fair statement on your part, but we we both know, and 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 we feel really good after a great practice. You know, in, in the middle of the week, preparing for something on Friday or Saturday and whatnot, and then we get there and, and it, it didn't carry over something that just doesn't, it's not there. Um, and I, and sometimes you can look awful and then you play a game and you look great. You, you just, you, sometimes you just can't tell. Well, the Lady Raiders, when they made the 21st ranking and Coach Insel made the comment, and he's right. All this patting on the back and telling you how good you are sometimes does not set well inside the brain. You Sometimes you have to reset and uh, – They've been able to do that. Well, he's been there more than once, of course, in the in the top twenty-five, and he wanted to get the program back to the top twenty-five. And now, evidently, he's done it twice in the same season. He got them back, and that's really hard to do, I think. And Jeff, uh, we can say this for sure: they've got three games left. They they could should win all three if they do that and win the conference tournament. They're going to end up well. Let's don't go down that road. No, don't go down that road. I shouldn't have said that, should I? No, no. He takes it back, folks. He wants to win the next three games. We're going to take a break before I say something (laughs) I shouldn't say. We'll be right back. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's a slick pig barbecue Spicy wings and Brunswick stew Everything made fresh for you At the slick pig barbecue There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too Ribs so tender don't need to chew Well come on folks I'm telling you It's a slick pig barbecue In 1920 East Main You're gonna love the pig The slick pig barbecue 
a Murfreesboro tradition. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tack and Jeff Jordan with you. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, before we get to the break, we don't have a lot of time before we go to Chip, but let's talk other Middle Tennessee stuff really quick. The, Men's tennis team is ten and three, wins over Indiana, Michigan State, Duke, Virginia Tech. Jeff, they play a all star schedule, and they're doing extremely well. Yes, and 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 as you and I have have talked about before, um, quite often we don't we don't do a very good job with so called minor sports, of which, as far as I know, there aren't any. But but sport that doesn't get a lot of publicity. And it's a well kept secret in this yeah, town for sure. It is. You say? It is, and and it's a shame because we've got some great kids playing all these sports, and maybe we don't even think about it. Uh, um, volleyball, you know, and I've I've been to plenty of volleyball games, but it's an exciting um, game to watch, really. It yes, and but soccer, I haven't been to any um, that sort of thing. But By we the do way, the we do very well. Nashville's Soccer season's open Saturday night. You got your tickets? I do have uh, absolutely <laughs> no intention of ever going to a game. Uh, well, I might go. I don't know. Women's I, tennis team is 7-2. and two. Jeff, the one, mm-hmm. as you look at the schedules of the two, there's one <coughs> glaring thing. Middle men are playing some real tough, 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 tough big schools, and the, the ladies not so much. But they're 7-2 and two and uh, doing well and uh, good – Good that way. Uh, softball team is uh, seven and three, I think. I think that's right. I think Coach Breeden's got them off to a pretty good start, and he's excited about his ball club. Baseball, I'm worried about that. They won, they're one and two, Jeff, over the weekend. They gave up 33 runs in three games. That average 11 runs per game. That that's scary, isn't it? Yes. I, you know, you just you just pitching is just so difficult to find pitching. And then you can't keep them. I mean, you just – I know the year before last, Vanderbilt had two of the best pitchers that I've ever seen on the college level. 
and they both were gone immediately. Sure. You know, and one of them is in the minors now somewhere, and the other one, last time I heard, was hurt. So you just can't keep those kind of people. Well, it's a too small a sample size to get panicky yet, but it, it, yeah. it's it's not a particularly good sign that uh, that happened. But uh, that's where they are. They open at home on Tuesday, I think, 3 o'clock game, yep. right here on WGNS Radio probably. Yeah, nod. So uh, anyway, that's kind of kind of where things run there. Let's go ahead and get to Chip. He'll give us some more information. I know some people are going to be out there at Rick Hensel Live at 6 o'clock. Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock at the Boulevard. We'll be right back. WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. It really looks good right now. 24 as you leave Rutherford, out through Rutherford County, actually, uh, from Davidson into Rutherford. It's still slow over here. It's going to remain that way for a while as cleanup continues on this truck crash on 40 eastbound at OHB in the Hermitage area. Traffic just crossed out through there past the airport on 40 eastbound. It's been pretty wild. Also over here on the south loop, we've had a couple of problems slowing down that traffic even more on 40 east at Demumbrium and Broadway. Hey, buy your Ripley's annual fund pass with unlimited visits to all Ripley's attractions in the Smoky Mountains for a year at the lowest price at Food City now through March 7th. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad... Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSradio.com. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? 
Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and guess who's back in the top 25? Lady Raider basketball, after two wins in Florida, now finds themselves tied for 25th with Illinois. Both uh, schools received 29 votes. In the AP poll, middle is now 22 and four. Illinois, who they're tied with, is 20 and seven. The uh, top 10 in the AP poll this week looks like this: South Carolina, perfect at 27 and 0, had to go overtime to beat Ole Miss yesterday. Indiana is second, Stanford third, UConn fourth, LSU fifth, Iowa is sixth, Maryland seventh, Utah eighth, Virginia Tech ninth, Notre Dame is number 10 and uh, that is the way that the poll looks at this point standings in conference usa for women's basketball the lady raiders find themselves in first place they've got a three-game lead uh, going with three games left to play middle is 15 and 2 western kentucky 11 and 5 utep lost on Saturday. They're now 10-6, and six, so Middle will wrap up the number one seed in the conference tournament with all of that that went on. Now, on the men's side, on Thursday night, Middle won for the first time over a top 25 team in the 50th year of Murphy Center. Then on Saturday, what appears to be the largest comeback in Murphy Center history. It was the largest comeback by any team in the nation this year. Middle down 24 with eight minutes to play in the first half. They turn that around in a 35-point turnaround to win by 11 over FIU, 69-58 on Saturday. The 24-point comeback was the largest comeback of any Division I team against a Division I opponent in men's basketball this season. But it was uh, two electric atmospheres on Thursday and Saturday for both of those matchups. And what does that do as far as the conference standings are concerned? Well, it gives Middle Tennessee a probable spot in the 4-5 game uh, in the conference tournament, but still two weeks of basketball left to be played. FAU is still 14-2 and and in first place. North Texas just a game back now, or actually a half game back at 14-3. UAB 11-6 is in third place, Middle in fourth at 10-7. The Blue Raiders have a game lead over Rice, who they've swept. They have a two-game lead over Charlotte, a two-game lead over FIU. Western Kentucky is four games behind the Blue Raiders at 6-10, and 10, along with Louisiana Tech. UTEP is 5-11, and 11, and UTSA is 2-15. and 15. Louisiana Tech will come in this week with their 6-10 and 10 record. The... Uh, in track and field, Middle Tennessee's track and field teams competed at the Conference USA Championships indoors over the weekend in Birmingham at the Crossplex. Women finished with 82 points in third place, while the men placed fifth with 81 
and a half points. All of the individual performances can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. Next up, the Middle Tennessee will head to Boston for the Boston University last chance meet on February 26th. Men's tennis went two for two on Sunday, beating SMU and Austin P at the Adams Tennis Complex, so two out of three over the weekend. Softball fell in the final game of the tournament in Fort Myers, seven to one to uh, Lipscomb, but had already beaten Florida Gulf Coast in Boston College. Middle Tennessee baseball went one and two down in Conway, South Carolina over the weekend, dropping a 14-9 decision to Fairfield yesterday. Blue Raider home opener coming up tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock against Southeast Missouri. Uh, Dollar tickets, dollar hot dogs, dollar soft drinks, all coming up there. And final note, coming up at 6 o'clock, it's uh, basketball coaches shows. Rick Ensel at 6, Nick McDevitt live at 7. Be live at the Boulevard, listen on air, or be watching on Facebook. That's all coming up here very soon. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you on All Sports Talk this Monday afternoon. Rick Ensel live up at 6 o'clock. Nick McNevis live at 7 o'clock. They'll have plenty of good things to talk about in the midst of. Uh, the, the, the nearing end of basketball season. I made the comment, Jeff, you kind of alluded to, I think Chip did a little bit. The crowd on Thursday, we were concerned about what size it would be, and it wasn't huge, but it was a very representative crowd. And Saturday was bigger. But both nights, the crowd, whoever shows up is making some noise because that place is really alive. Yes, I agree with that. It, and it's great to hear. It really is. I wish we had double what we had in the building, but you know you can't have everything, and they are cheering. And since you brought it up, I will I will also just say this: our, our, our dance team, our cheerleaders do a great job, and our pep band is second to nobody. They do a wonderful job, and that that adds to the the deal. Yeah. Once upon a time, Jeff, we thought people went to a basketball game or a football game for the game. And that's still kind of part of the deal. But right now, it's not just the game. It is the band. It is the cheerleaders. It is the spectacles that take place, the, the silly little musical chairs thing they do in the middle of the floor and the donut 
chase and so forth. But uh, it, it's it's about entertaining the crowd, not just not just uh, playing the game. I, I I agree with that, and I, I know that my my great grandson loves all of it. He's just very much into it. Yes, a lot of kids at the game. That's one of the reasons why, wouldn't you think? Yes, I think they got a bounce house back there. I haven't bounced on it lately, but <laughs> who who was one of? The, see if uh, you can come up with this. Hmm. Who was a person about 35, 40 years ago in the Nashville <laughs> area that found out that it wasn't just about the game, it was about the spectacle that you put on? Well, you're talking about the Nashville Sounds? I am. Larry uh, Schmidt-O. Yeah. They were doing that a long time ago, weren't they? Yes. Everything under the sun happened in the game. And the giveaways <laughs> were just, I mean, they just came at you constantly. They were always giving stuff away. Tittsville pops. Uh, oh, whatever, you know. <laughs> you could get something. If you didn't win something, you probably didn't go to the game. I mean, something was always happening. But anyway. But yeah. You're right. Uh, I think probably as much as anything I enjoy is watching these guys and gals flip up and down the court, the cheerleaders or gymnastics people or whatever they are, man, they are something special. Well, I'm, I'm a, not as big a believer maybe as – other people might be in the in the the bouncy stuff and the beer garden. I don't care anything about any of that stuff. But I have to admit, some people do, and they go for that reason. Maybe they take their kids, maybe for the bouncy tour. I don't have any idea. But if it gets them there and they enjoy it and have a big time, then I'm all for it. Well, it, it's been it, to the fans that are going, and it, like I say, it's it, it's a representative number. Right? I don't want to make like, like there's nobody there because that's not true. It's it's a nice crowd. Wish it was bigger, but those that are there are really participating and in, in getting into it. Of course, Jeff, if you can't get into those last two games, you're, you're just dead on your feet. You don't need to go. <laughs> okay. Would that be about right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because if that doesn't entertain you, nothing will. Uh, men's team did not lose a home game in conference last year. Didn't lose a home game, period. And they're only only one one loss in conference this year at home. So the ladies haven't lost at home in conference in how many years? A bunch. And I know they didn't lose one last year or this year yet. Well, it, it's it's exciting basketball. It really is. Men and women, uh, and I think the crowd has gotten um, – because we went through a time there where, you know, particularly with the men, where we, we, we had some players and then we lost those players and then COVID hit and you couldn't get in the gym. We went – all that is gone, hopefully. And we seem like that we are getting a relationship back with a lot of these kids and um, – it's fun to watch them play. I think, I'm just thinking back, the last year the team was very good. As I mentioned, they didn't lose a home game all year long. Jeff, I'm not sure the crowd last year was into it nearly as much as they are this year. I agree with you. That's correct. That's right. So maybe Woken, some of it's got to do with it. Not a lot of students are coming, but there, there are some students now coming to a ball game, which helps a bunch. Doing a little better there. Um and it's been improving all year. I wouldn't say it's anywhere near what I would love oh, no, to see. Oh, no, no, not at all. But uh, it, it, I think we're doing better there, yes. Let's talk some high school basketball. We've got a drummer in our pep band. We've got three different drummers, and two of them are good, really, really good. And then there's one guy who's completely nuts. He is crazy. <laughs> he does. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, I just... tried to get away from that, but since okay, you brought I'm that sorry. up, let me give you my – you brought out the good thing. I want to bring you my, my pet peeve. Oh, a pet a peeve? A pet peeve about basketball. Yeah, if they can't sing the national anthem in a ninety-second span, they don't need to sing it at all. Oh, well, I agree with that. It's, it's taking over two two minutes. You could it's go just wash long your car. and drawn out, and it, it, it's not good uh, to me. It's not the way the, 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 the Star Spangled Banner is supposed to go. It's supposed to be a, be a lively 
tune instead of a ballad. And uh, I noticed the pep band played uh, on Thursday night, I believe it was, first time we heard the pep band play the National Anthem in quite a while, one minute. Well, The game before that, I timed it. It was over two minutes. Yes. Yes, that's correct. You're right. So uh, I'd put a stopwatch on them before they tried out. If you can't do it in 90 seconds, you don't get to do it. I just I mentioned my great grandson a minute ago, and he of course he's he's into the national anthem now. Okay, but Super Bowl, he stood in the living room, hand over his heart during the national anthem, which meant the rest of you needed to do that, didn't you? We didn't. Oh, and I turned I I didn't realize he was doing it. Oh, okay. And and I, I turned around and looked, and my wife pointed at him, and he's standing there, and this is the Super Bowl now, and. <laughs> I thought this little boy is, he's into this stuff. He likes it. Well, generally speaking, when a young person does something like that, you yep. want to reinforce it positively. Sure. And and, and do. Uh, I'm going to do better. And we're going to get to high school basketball after the break, though. I want to put in this little tidbit, then we'll come back and take up pretty much the whole session to do that. <laughs> but thinking back, to, I've got a son, Jeremy, who is now 40, will be 43 years old next month. Just a kid. Hard to believe. <laughs> 20, 44 years old. Let's make it. But he was in preschool at First Methodist Preschool. Came out one day, got in the car, and put on a seatbelt, which we normally hadn't done. Well, what I do? Put on my seatbelt, right? Because I want to reinforce what, what, right? I thought, well, he'll forget this. They had a lesson today, I'm sure, on safety and seatbelts and all this kind of stuff, and he'll forget about that tomorrow, another day. Came out the next day, put on a seatbelt. Being a good dad, I put on my seatbelt. We've been go. wearing seatbelts ever since. There you go. <laughs> I even taught driver's ed with seatbelts and making kids <laughs> see that. It's the right thing to do, right? Of course. And putting your hand over your heart and being still in, in, in uh, sacred with the national anthem is still absolutely, it's, it's absolutely I, the right thing to I do. I went to school from a, a boy that will soon be six years old. He, he taught me something. So I'm going to do better. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk high school basketball. If you want to join us, 893-1450. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. It really looks good right now. 24 as you leave Rutherford, or out through Rutherford County, actually, uh, from Davidson into Rutherford. It's still slow over here. It's going to remain that way for a while as cleanup continues on this truck crash on 40 eastbound at OHB in the Hermitage area. Traffic just crawling out through there past the airport on 40 eastbound. It's been pretty wild. Also over here on the south loop, we've had a couple of problems slowing down that traffic even more on 40 east at Demumbrium and Broadway. Hey, buy your Ripley's annual fun pass with unlimited visits to all Ripley's attractions in the Smoky Mountains for a year at the lowest price at Food City now through March 7th. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We have lots of good sponsors on All Sports Talk. One being First Bank offices all over the state of Tennessee, home offices in Tennessee. We bank with First Bank. Hope you'll give them a shot for professional service and a friendly smile all the time. High school basketball. Jeff, uh, we were talking a little bit about coaches off air, and I'll lead in with this. Cecil Joyce did an article in, in the Tennessee, I think, which at some point in time will be in the D&J since they're almost all the same articles. But uh, coaches you don't want to face in the playoffs. Mm. And we were going through some names in the past, and there's some in, certainly right now. Uh, the, the, you know that by the time they get to playoff time, coaching maybe maybe matters a little bit more than it does in the regular season. They got them prepared more, and coaches you don't want to play. Go back in your think tank a little bit and get to three or four or five of those people that would fit that category back in the, back that in you, the day that you just didn't want to play. That you just rather not play if you could stay away from them. Well, and and, and what are we talking about? We are talking about the district tournament or tournament? Or, yeah, tournament wise. Certainly, if you're the favorite playing. We talked about Randy King. As good as well, the, well, you never want to play Randy uh, under any circumstances. You don't want to play him. Uh, Campbell Brandon, of course. Uh, uh, Harry Gill. Um, tough, tough, tough guys to beat. You didn't want to play him, and, and you certainly didn't want to play Barry Workman, who's coaching now. Um, and there, and there, there are others. Uh, that, we are so blessed in this county. Don't yeah, you agree? We, we really we, are. Even now, tremendous coaching. I um, coaches don't win it all. It still has got to be the players on the on the floor. But we've got um, just a great staff of coaches. Another guy maybe that 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 I think of because I coached with him for so long is Palmer Jones. I I I wouldn't want to have to prepare a team to um, play Palmer. I never had to do that, but I saw him prepare uh, coaches and coach and teams, and um, I don't see how you could do it much better. He got a maximum about out of his team and a lot of these teams you know when you show up and you show up to play them and all that kind of stuff and if they've got everybody on deck and you know and everything uh, they're going to be better probably and better prepared in the uh, for the tournament game than any other during the year and, and that's that's hard to beat that we've got uh, three or four teams we think they have a real good chance to get to murphy center would blackman girls be at the top of that list you think yes absolutely and I, and I, I didn't even I, I, I should have even mentioned her. I I wouldn't want to play her anytime. Talking about Jennifer Granstead. Yeah, I, no. I mean, she still doesn't look good in blue and orange. <laughs> well, that may be. Why did I take that back? No, I understand what you're she saying. Looks, she looks good, but an Oakland guy that I am and had her for gosh 15 years, I guess, when I was over there. Uh, it's just hard to see her in a different different light. But she's doing great at Blackman for sure. It's a great school. Well. She is a, a terrific motivator during the ball game, and her teams are prepared. Um, and the, these are people that have been at it a long time, and they know what time. they're doing. Uh, Jennifer was hired at the same time I came in in 1992 at Oakland, 92-93 school year, I think it was, something like that. She came in at the same time, so it's still going, and, and I retired some time ago. Of course, she was a lot younger than me at that t- particular time. Um, I got to mention uh, dropping my son's name already. I got to drop Justin Smith, the pr- principal at Blackman High School. It started this year. Justin spent a lot of time in my house with Jeremy. 
those two guys went to Riverdale and it, it, it spent a lot of time together. Quality guy, and I'm excited for him and, and for Blackman. Well, I, I know, of course, we could go into other sports and, and we could mention just a whole bunch of people here, that, you know, that you and I both know very well. I, I, uh, I mean, when, when, you, when you play Mac Hawks at Oakland, you know what you're going to get. I mean, you're going to get a sound baseball team that is prepared and ready to play. And, and the same is true of Barry Messer at, at Riverdale. Now, I don't know the other coaches, okay? But uh, I do know, and you're going to help me out, Coach at Laverne, come on. <laughs> he was, he's not at Laverne. He's at Siegel, and he played at middle. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> How come I can't think right of at him, too. Yeah, me too. Great coach. I mean, just he's won, won state championships at both places. Yeah. But, Laverne and Siegel, and uh, and I apologize for for not for forgetting his name, but I'm an old man, folks. So forgive me. <laughs> I can find my car. I think I probably can do that. Maybe, but you know what you're going to get when you play these people, and and they're they're not going to leave anything undone, right? They go, that's, they, that's right. That's right. And they're going to have the right players and the right times. So much is putting people in places where they can succeed and where they can use their talents the most. And uh, uh, Buddy Pape was really good at that, um, and, and being and Jan Stoffer, who I never, who never coached with, I umpired with him, but we never, he never coached here in this county, I don't think. Um, he was wonderful talent evaluator, and he knew where to put people. And but you, really, you've already said one thing that is very, very important, and that is that our county is absolutely full of people like that, uh, the, 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 at one time or another. And Bud Rakes was a terrific coach. Sure. I mean, you know, and we've had others. We need to stop because we've had others. Well, I want to come back to the team here a bit, but I think you know the answer. I'm, I don't want to put you on the spot, but why is it the district tournaments all, all aren't played at the same time? They're not played at the same time? They're not time. played at the same time. I, I, I don't know. The answer is this. district turn, Districts have – they can put the – Four teams in that they want to, they they don't have to play a tournament. Well, that's to. true. They do not. Let let the district run the tournament. They they just have to be finished. In this case, by this Wednesday. Right. So they could play it last week. They could play it three weeks ago. They could play it all in one day if they want to. That's uh, totally up to the district how they do it. But it has to be finished by this Wednesday. Most of them finish before that. They have a snow date if they need it. And I'm sure they get a grace period if they needed it. If weather was particularly bad. If if they gave them a grace period, everybody would get the grace sure, period. Sure, that's right. Whether they were out of school or not, I uh, I don't know that we've. I'm sure we must have used that at some point that down. You know, back in history. The same thing. Now, the region tournament, the, the state's going to have a little bit more to do with that. They set the there's, dates, there's, yeah. and there's a got to be finished with date. I think uh, I think the the region gets some some say so, but I think TWSWA has the final say on that to do but anyway that's that's why you got some some district jeff finished last week the tournament right and some like here in 7a 74a i should say they're playing championship game tonight and tomorrow night well it's an it's an exciting time for a lot of people they really look forward to the district tournament every year and and uh, boy we've had some really some matchups and some some meetings of before we started that uh i attended and sometimes they're hilarious the meetings are <laughs> And sometimes not so much. You know, I mean, you can have some ill feelings that carry over. I mean, it happens. Probably probably expected or not surprising that Oakland and Blackman girls will face each other for the championship 
in the girls' side. A little more surprising, maybe, is the boys' side, even though Blackman, Rockvale, that, 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 those five teams were just neck and neck all year long. They were. Um, I'm not really – well, I, gosh, I don't think you are either. I wouldn't have been surprised at any matchup. Correct. Really. Uh, maybe the only surprise maybe would have been if Blackman is not in the, in the final two, and they are, then I'm, you know, I'm, there's nothing to be surprised about. Laverne, huge win there in the championship game in, uh, in District 8. Congratulations to them. They blasted Stewart's Creek to get there. Uh, and I was surprised at the margin there. Uh, uh, but Laverne's had a good year. So, you know, I mean, and uh, and what was Cane Ridge, it was so good last year, right? Yeah, Cane Ridge was uh, head and shoulders because they had the best player in the state. Yeah. The best player in the country, maybe. Maybe so. Making a little noise in Alabama this year. Well, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a lot of noise. Uh, and now that he graduated, uh, uh, Cane Ridge has, has uh, fallen back with the normal people. <laughs> Come back there, so to speak. Yeah, and and I don't know. I, there's a lot of people. I uh, I've had people ask me, "Where in the world is Cambridge? Where is it? Where is it?" Well, it's about a mile out of Laverne. Yeah, I mean, it's just barely over the county line. Yeah, that's right. It's closer than Antioch to, is to, to Laverne High. School. Yeah, yeah, Laverne right. High. Uh, and uh, evidently, they somebody has corralled some talent down there. That's, that's fine. Need to mention. Providence Christian Academy, Middle Tennessee Christian School, both in the D1, uh, D2 uh, single A girls. Uh, they both, Jeff, done very well the last few years. Middle Tennessee Christian, last year was the runner-up in the state. And I, I would expect that they're going to be knocking on the door again um, and, and probably from now on. Uh, they have a good program. They have excellent support. They, they, excellent they, coaches. Yes. They, they, they've got it all. And um, – I would I would expect a, a pretty high level of success at both places. I'm, we're not going to get to every school that's got a team that, that's doing very well, Jeff. But you got to mention Central Magnet Girls again. We talked about that last week. Uh, they're twenty six and four, I believe. Yeah. I mean that, that that that's been a quiet run, I think. It has. I've seen them play twice, and um, both times, and I told Coach Bush, uh, Alan Bush, this uh, both times, uh, and I stand by it. I think I think that's the best girls team defensively that I've seen all year. Uh, they can play defense. They absolutely get after you. Now they they have like everybody else, they have trouble if there's a big post girl. They've got to make some you know that they have to play against. Who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? And they don't have one, so they have to double team and all that kind of stuff. But he hasn't prepared. They do well. Evil. Uh, not much better place to be on a Friday night than Eagleville High School, is it? Am I right? That's right. And they've got the best facility, I think, in in their district. So the the teams are always coming over there to to play because the gym is so nice and the concession stand, and I'm sure the principal is great and all that kind of stuff. But Eagleville gets the little. I don't know if they're doing that this year or not. I, I don't know what, where they are, where they're going. I think they're at Cornersville. I believe that's where they're playing. I think that's right. But um, Anyway, the Eagleville Law is going to give you trouble. Always. Let's talk briefly about Major League Baseball. Spring training is underway. Mm. The Mighty Braves, how are they going to do? Well, <laughs> too early to ask me that question. What well, are you supposed to say? I'm, as a Braves fan, they're going to win the 
win the pennant. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that as a Reds fan, even though I'm <laughs> As a Braves fan, we're going to threaten to win the pennant. <laughs> we do have Chipper Jones is back, though. Okay? He's going to be a hitting coach this year. Is that right? Yeah. So I, if if he can well, teach it. That clown couldn't hit. If I know. If the Hall of Famer, Chipper Jones, former MVP, can teach hitting, we may be okay. Kind of goes back to that adage, if you can't teach, and you can't play teach, and you can't teach, teach, teach. Well, he was coming to games anyway, and he was was helping out some two years ago. And then there there was a – unbelievable, I don't even want to get into it, but he did not – he came to games last year and sat in the stands. You do know you you'll agree with this. Sometimes the really good players don't make good coaches, and sometimes the oh, really yeah. not so good players make excellent coaches. Oh, you're oh yes, that's correct. That's correct about that. You're right. Uh, there've been a lot of managers that uh, just did great. Your your guy for the Reds, Sparky Anderson, was one of them. I mean, I don't know what kind of major league career he had if he had anything. But uh, he was a wonderful manager. Walter Alston, had, I think, had one at bat or something, and. And he managed for years. Lasorda did Lasorda ever get out of Montreal? I don't think I don't think he did. But then you have people like Lou Pinella, who was a great player. Yeah, he had trouble. Don Baylor, great player, he had trouble. Frank Robinson, MVP, only player to be MVP in both leagues, first black manager in in Major League Baseball. Am I right? He was, and and he had a lot of trouble. Although but he had some success too. He did. That is correct. All right, we got to get out of here. It's time to break it up. Rick Ensel Live is coming up next, uh, followed by Rick make a Nick McDevitt Live at 7 o'clock at the Boulevard. If you can't get there, just listen in here on WGNS. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.